0: Welcome to Live with Domery podcast here at Domery Healthy and Fit, where we bring you incredible episodes every single week. And we are finally back. We're back in the office and we have the most amazing guest today, Kevin Reed. He is the founder of CrushMS.org as well as ReedFamilyVineyards.com. Check them out and go see what they are all about, because today we are going to be talking about his journey, his life, wine, you name it, an amazing silent auction coming up. We got it all. Talk about coming back with a big bang. This is the big bang of coming back to Live with Marie. Stay tuned, because Kevin is coming on shortly.
1: I can. just.
0: You can just speak a little bit louder would be great. We're, we're on stage, that's
1: right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for having me.
0: This is fantastic. Oh my gosh, I am so honored to have you today. And I'm so honored that, you know, I can call you my brother. And, you know, it's nice to have this strong family bond of all of us in the world living with the disease that nobody can see unless we're either in a wheelchair, or a walker, or you know we're to the point of not being able to leave our homes. And that's a very difficult and lonely way to be. But what you have done is so amazing. but first, I really want to talk about your charity and where what we talked about yesterday and what is coming up because this is super exciting. And it's going to be virtual. So everybody, Kevin has this most beautiful vineyard, and he has turned it into a way of raising funds for Multiple Sclerosis Society. So Kevin, take it away and tell everyone what's going on.
1: Well, yeah. Thanks so much for allowing me to come on and talk it up with you Um, a while ago. So I was diagnosed with MS in 2002. I went blind in my right eye. I went to the neurologist, and you know they. Basically did a lot of testing, found out that, yeah, it's MS. Uh, over the years, i had different symptoms that have been come and gone. Um, and all the while, I thought, you know, I want to do something to try to raise some funds for research for this thing. I want to fix it for myself, but also for the, you know, millions of people around the world that are dealing with uh, MS, and it can be a progressive situation to get worse over time. So I was like, there's no time to wait. Let's, you know, let's go out into our vineyard. And I met another woman with a small family uh, winery and mm-hmm. she has ms as well so we got together and said let's do a big wine tasting and raise a bunch of money and have a big party uh, really to raise funds and awareness uh, for multiple sclerosis and we've done that for a while now i, I actually started a nonprofit group called crush ms with crushing ms like we crush the grapes yeah and uh we're, we're the only ms fundraiser in napa valley so um you know we thought let's let's do this and uh, this would be our eight year uh that, uh,
0: we'll be doing it this time virtually. Wow! Congratulations on that, and you know, I love, I love how you came up with the concept, and you're working with another MS warrior from Two Vineyards, and it's crush MS because we do want to crush it. Right. We want to get, we want a cure. There's too many of us in the world dealing with this disease. Correct, and we just we just went on before we went live here, and the two of us were looking it up, and the numbers kind of scared the both of us. Very scary. Let's get back to that in a little bit. But with your crushms.org from your family vineyards, last year you were able to raise over $400,000 your thing. And this year you're doing everything virtually. So tell us a little bit how everyone watching today can go ahead and be a part of this magical event on April 8th. I mean, Scott, no, that's my brain. Sorry. October the 8th for this incredible program of being able to to help out and get probably some really good wine and a lot of other amazing auction gifts.
1: Well, yeah, uh, we every year do a live auction and a silent auction at our winery event. We raise a lot of money and uh, over, you know, every year we raise about a hundred thousand dollars and we donate that to research research program. Um, and so every year you have to attend to bid on those items and that limits, you can participate. This year we're doing it virtually It's all online Uh, As you know, lots of things have moved online because of COVID. um, We are doing the same thing, so we're doing an online auction to raise our funds this time around, and it's our hope that we're going to reach a lot more people to uh, participate because you don't have to be present to to bid. So we're hoping to you know reach out around the world and uh, touch the uh, lives of people that that might want to help MS and research. And so, if you want to help the MS folks and everyone who's trying to fix this thing go uh, and sign up for our auction at crushms.org um, and you can sign up there we'll give you some reminders of what's happening and uh you know you can be a part of the cure i say i want the cure for ms to come out of napa valley uh, and at this point uh, we're not limited to napa valley so we're uh, reaching across the globe um, and uh, we're hoping to have a you know, great and successful event this year
0: yes well you know what it is around the globe and i you know i would love for your donations to be the one to find the cure but your donations are already in that pot of gold that the researchers are still researching to find a cure for ms which we all need desperately um, but let's go back a little bit now um, that we let everyone know about the auction and where they can go. So if you want to be a part of this amazing silent auction to raise money for multiple sclerosis to find a cure, um, go to crushms.org. Yep. There we go. Very good. Yeah, absolutely. That would be great. I
1: want to get everybody involved. It would be a lot of
0: fun. Yes. Uh, we're
1: doing it. On a silent auction from October 1st to October 8th. So it's all silent, it's all online. And then it comes to a, a point, a pinnacle on uh, October 8th, the last day. We're going to do a live auction and a presentation of some different things. So the live auction is a big deal on October
0: 8th. Yeah, and I saw you have a trip on there, to, and it looked like Tahiti, and I'm like, oh, I want to go. You know, we've, got, we've
1: got a lot, of, actually, there's a handful of trips. I've only kind of the one so far, it was uh, a that um, Bali. That's the Bali. I had to think about it for a second. Bali trip. Um, there's also a Hawaii trip and Mexico trips. Uh, our auction uh, is, is a really fun one. There's lots of things for everybody. Um, there's definitely Napa Valley wine uh, jewelry, autographs, sports collectibles, uh, artwork. Uh, people really love to pick up artwork at our, uh, our uh, auction. There's just so many to choose from. So we're hoping to spread spread that artwork across the world
0: these days. Yeah, that's incredible. Thank you so much for doing this first, for taking the time to figure out the whole virtual world of an auction um, and just sharing your love and really working together as a community in Napa Valley to bring awareness to a disease that You know, unless you have it, you don't understand it to the world of what multiple sclerosis is. When you say you have MS, a lot of people react to you like, oh, okay. Like, the the people do not understand. And they need more education, and we need to educate them on what we are going through. So you doing this and taking Everything you have to get to that point is quite a triumph. And thank God bless you for that. Thank you.
1: Well, uh, thank you for letting me tell people about it. You know, like you said, our community is, uh, you know, it's a really important one because we all hold each other up. And uh, I am a believer in lifting uh, tides this all boats. So, you know, if we're helping each other out with this, uh, having a good time while we do it, raising funds and awareness. This, right, very, very mysterious disease, because it's hard to describe something to someone that doesn't have any frame of reference, especially because the disease can come in many different, show up in lots of different forms, different symptoms for different people. There's some things that are really common, like mobility issues. You know, I'm in a wheelchair, because um, my uh, MS has progressed to that point. Um, so it's personal, it's a personal fight for me. You want to raise you know money for this uh, research and figuring it out, uh, but it's also for the what did we say it was like uh, 3 million people worldwide? Yes, uh, um, what
0: we pulled uh, we up here. was really, really scary. The two of us literally went out to the web today and we pulled up the scariest amounts that we ever both saw. Like, I have not checked the counts in a while. 89% of the people... In the world today, are living with relapsing remitting MS, and then we saw the children count, the child count. Let me go to yeah. Let me go to the next one. Um, Okay, guys, I need my glasses. You all know I'm blind when I can't see anything. Here we go. No
1: no judgment. judgment.
0: So people that are just tuning in right now, we're talking about multiple sclerosis, and Kevin is our guest today, and Kevin Reed has brought together an amazing foundation called CrushMS.org. He is going to be doing a... A very large silent auction for the first time. Kevin is a multiple sclerosis warrior, just like me, and finding a way to give back and finding a way to find a cure for all of us living with this disease. But we both decided to go on to MS. Uh, Kevin, I can't read that. It's too small. MS. It
1: was the the Atlas. The
0: Atlas. So anyone can check out these numbers. So go to MS Atlas. And it actually read, okay, I printed it, Kevin, and now I'm, like, using my phone. It read, people are living with MS. One in every 400 people have multiple sclerosis, but it is 913.925 people in, like, communities, different countries as we spread it apart. So it's 85% of the world.
1: Yeah, I I don't know about that specific uh, stat, but there's definitely uh, an abnormal amount of people dealing with this uh, disease that can move pretty quickly. So there's an urgency, that's why we support the International Progressive MS Alliance. Uh, So CRUSH MS donates money to uh, the International Progressive MS Alliance, which is a network of, of researchers, doctors, uh, that are really trying desperately and quickly to figure out, especially with progressive MS, which is, uh, you know, the form of MS that kind of comes,
0: it, it stays. It stays. You know, yeah, this the one, that I'm lo- the one that I'm looking at right now, which is um, very terrifying to me, although I probably would have felt under that number years and years ago, 404 um, people. Let me see. Let me read this correctly. MS globally is the number one MS neurologist research out of 153 people with MS in the world today. So they're saying every 153 people, if you bring them together, one of those people in that group has multiple sclerosis. It's a big one. Yeah. It's a big big one. one. Right.
1: Showing up differently in different people—that's uh, that's a challenge. The challenge to get a diagnosis. A lot of times, people are looking and looking. I mean, I know you had an experience with this in your life, not knowing what was going on, but knowing something was going on. And it takes some time. It takes a lot of time. Sometimes too much time to figure it out. And so uh, that's part of what this research is being done. Is not just on you know trying to find a cure for the disease, but trying to find a finding earlier biomarkers to determine if someone has MSN, the if they. Figure out what they do. They're they're finding out things that they can do. Almost with a blood test to see how, say, potentially how much uh, disability is getting, that they should expect. Like there's certain things that they're figuring out.
0: The markers, yeah. Uh, biomark- biomarkers. And that's all really exciting too.
1: Because yeah, finding the therapeutics and the, and the drugs to or processes to, to cure it or to fix it. That's really important. But also um, how to diagnose it, how to catch it early, and how to Get on people's radar. This might be something that they have to deal with, um, and it is a, a case of finding things early. You know, getting on them. Uh, lots of, of good options for ways to slow progression. Uh, you know, they're not able to cure it yet. And they can't say we figured it out. They have figured out ways to slow it, and I think the goal is to slow it down as much as possible. So it, it's almost like we're treading water until so we can figure out the cure or, or ways that can address the root cause of it. So. We're we're close, closer than ever, um, and but it still needs more more funding and more energy and going forward to to really uh, make make this make, make this thing better, help it. You
0: know, yes, all of us
1: that are dealing with it. Uh, we just want to make it better.
0: We're all dealing with it. We're all dealing with it in very emotional ways. We're all dealing with it in the strongest ways we can, but. Sometimes it brings on thoughts of loneliness. When you first started feeling you were losing your eyesight, the fogginess and everything that was happening, kind of bring us back in time and tell, t- let's tell the audience how you felt and w- what you were hearing from the doctors and what got you to your final destination of a diagnosis.
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, just you know, real briefly, actually, you know we could talk forever about these details, but um, it was definitely a thing that's worth worth uh, reminiscing about. I was living in San Francisco, and uh, I remember it. I say I remember it always being foggy, but uh, for for a couple of weeks, my eye was extra foggy, and it was just my right eye. And I, what's going on? I was you know, healthy, twenty-seven year old, um, and went to the eye doctor.
0: Said, hey, I
1: gotta you know do the field of vision test. What I can see in the bright lights and all that thing, those things. And uh, when it was done, he said, "You know, I, I hate to tell you this, but this is usually the first sign of MS: the pattern of eyesight blindness, um, just in one eye." Um, and I learned that after that that the, uh, the, the optic nerve is thick with the myelin, which is the stuff that MS destroys, the coating of those nerves. And so, that so the I'm... optic nerve is really thick with that. And um, a lot of first. Uh, Symptoms that are discovered for MS is is this eye problem. A lot of people have a vision issues mm-hmm. with MS, and uh, and I learned, you know, after the fact that well, I went to you know a neurologist and got diagnosed, got my MRIs, saw all the lesions on, on my brain, you know, so it was definitive. You know, a lot of it. so in that respect, I feel grateful that it wasn't a super like going through the unknown and you know trying to figure out all these different things. I know a lot of people that is that's the experience, and I think. Yours as well, not having it be definitive. And that's frustrating in and of itself.
0: Uh, frustrating like, and scary, yeah. And absolutely. to the absolutely. point of thinking you're crazy.
1: Right. And, I, and, and as far as how it felt you know, back then, uh, it was definitely uh, just brand new. Like, you don't know what's, like, somebody says, oh, you have MS. And so it's like, well, geez, okay, now what? There's no handbook, there's no manual. If you've been diagnosed with MS, please turn to page 52.
0: there's no instructions instructions. there's okay here are the drugs here are the things you can do this is how we can help you but um with circumstances i am i am not pro or not against i am that one percentile that has a problem with pretty much every drug on the market and um i am i am pill formed ms um, prescriptions that I have and the rest is all about taking care of my health through food, taking care of my health through learning the, the things that will trigger an attack when I know my legs are going to give out on me, when I know my speech is messed up, what have I done, what have I eaten and what is causing this flare up. So it's also learning more about who you are and what you're going through that's causing a multiple sclerosis flare for both of us, whether we're on the interferon drugs or not on the interferon drugs. So have you found certain things in your life, Kevin, living with MS that trigger certain days are worse than others for you? Right. Well, that's
1: a good question. Really tricky one because you know, there is definitely some things that uh, contribute to potentially harder days. You know, when it's it's really hot outside, uh, that really makes you feel like you've got these weights tied to your legs and your arms, and like extra uh, fatigue. And and there's stress, you know, if you think about a period of time in your life when you're stressed out, that could potentially be uh, a time when you're at, at a little, maybe a little higher risk or more likelihood that. Something might go on with your with your nervous system, but that's another part of the challenge. Is that there are certain things that happen that we don't really know what causes them. It's just the nerves, you know, when they die or they get, get destroyed, that you know, kind of, you know causes a short circuit in the system. And, um, but that doesn't that I mean there are factors that I think are potentially uh, that can create more of a possibility for for relapse. Uh, and then sometimes kind of relapses happen. Even without those factors, kind okay? like that's the mysterious part of it. And I know there's there's lots of ways of addressing and um, you know when it comes to say medicine or therapeutics. Um, I I say whatever people are doing that helps them feel better, like that, that that's a good a good therapeutic. You know, and so uh, as far as you know, being on the, like the, the disease modifying therapies, there are multiple, there are lots of
0: medications mm-hmm.
1: out there that are very effective at slowing things down. Um, and also, you know, people have really sworn by. Oh, if I eat better, I'll feel better. And I think that's true for everybody. Um, but and for MS, you know, there is that element of, you know, if that really if, if that works for you, if you feel better when you eat, say, uh, more of
0: a vegan style, uh, a cleaner diet, yeah. or whatever. I mean, because not only is it the MS and um, relatable foods or relatable um, drugs that help you to manage what you're living with, you know, there's also underlying things in your DNA that you're not aware of. You could be a person that doesn't digest meat properly. You could be a person that doesn't digest, you know, produce properly, which is me. I have colitis and Crohn's on top of my MS. So my food is pretty restricted now and it's a bit insane. So. There's, there is no handbook for MS. And I believe all of us in the world living with the disease and sharing our story and what works for us and what worked for them that we haven't tried yet is what makes us such a strong community of brothers and sisters that we all have a page and we share what is working and what is not working. And this is what we truly need. So we are the living handbook of multiple sclerosis.
1: Yeah, we're writing it as we go, I guess. Right? Um, you know, it, I think there's a value in you know, being connected to a community but also being able to uh, connect to a community uh, around the world. I, get, I come back to this you know, topic because I think when we're, when we're joined together, we're stronger. Whether it's supporting each other or helping to, to raise funds for uh, research or uh, you know, discussing coming together around our symptoms, uh, or caregivers and their needs—that's mm-hmm. a whole other universe of things. Uh, there's there's a lot there's a lot going on uh, with this MS world, and um, you know I'm just I'm just uh, motivated to get up and try to help a little bit. How can I help a little bit? It's this huge problem, you know, it's a big big deal. And so you know. When we bring together people with crush MS, it really is around that focus of you know we've got we've got one mission. You know, the mission is to uh, find a cure, find the world. Mm-hmm. And, well, we, yeah, you know, I say uh, you want to create a world free of MS. That comes from being some kind of cure or some kind of medicine, or some kind of therapeutics, or some kind of uh, and also
0: abortion. what is causing things. it. Because when we looked at the studies for, like, young children being diagnosed before 18, that's also a very scary number. What is causing our own immune system to go after our brain and eat the myelin sheath? To go after our spinal cords and eat the myelin sheath that's the protective layer around that as well? Like, why would our own body attack us?
1: Exactly. Where does that happen? Where does it start? How can we stop it? Exactly. You know, the first one that started, you know is there, at any level, I mean, it's, it is it gets to that molecular stuff. And uh, that's why we need really super high-powered power microscopes to figure it out. And you know, we want to raise money for those microscopes. But
0: mm-hmm. And the hours to of research and blood work. And people willing to be the, the I don't want to say the word because I don't really like it, the um, patient. That is available to give their blood and go in and be a case study with a family. Yeah,
1: that's pretty important. In fact, I just uh, I signed up to do an actual stem cell uh, trial. It was for an FDA approval process. I got uh, last year. I had three spinal taps, and they they took out stem cells from my bone marrow and then they re injected it um, three different times into my spine. And uh, because I, I am a believer that the stem cell thing is a big potential uh, win uh, for lots of diseases, not just the men. The stem cell process has not been defined yet. It hasn't really been mm-hmm. figured out. That's why what I was doing was a trial uh, to get to the next level of research. Um, but I know it's important, that I, and, I, and I think I know if you were going to say the word anything. thing. Uh, I was going to
0: say the word but I didn't want I
1: heard, to <laughs> I, heard it, I heard it come out of your brain uh,
0: yeah there, 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 we don't, no one wants to be a game but there also
1: needs to be you know people willing to say well, okay you know what what do we do now uh, how can I, how can I help if, if doing the uh, I mean obviously I don't want to go ahead and try a bunch of uh, unproven
0: drugs yeah I don't want no, to do please. that either but I, I am willing to give my blood and my son also has multiple sclerosis my firstborn um, my cousins on my mother's side of the family two of my female cousins um, Lee uh, excuse me Tabitha and Stacy have multiple sclerosis and then my cousin Nick who I dedicated a page to in my book, Died at 21 years old with progressive MS. So I have a bloodline from two from my father and my mother. With that many people having multiple sclerosis, and except. You guys
1: from uh, the the northern, northern European lineage, like, are you guys were you Vikings or?
0: Um, the- my lineage is from Canada and um, Maine, and uh, basically it's a lineage of French, and um, I have a little bit of Indian in me, and I probably have i, I probably have a lot in me. Okay. I have absolutely no clue.
1: I asked because there is this prevalence of people with MS that uh, they, they found that there's large masses of people with MS that live northern uh, parts of the of the world, like in say Sweden and Norway and Scotland has huge populations. They, they say it might even and when you said Canada, it made me think of that because there there's something they might think that it, they think that it might have something to do with the sun ex- exposure to sunlight of, you know in the northern hemisphere um, and vitamin D levels. I mean there's lots of things that they aren't sure of. That's why I asked if your family seems to have a lot of it.
0: Yeah, and we all grew up on the East Coast, mm-hmm. so we only saw the sun, well, well, we saw the sun every day, but we didn't get right. that vitamin D like I get here living in California.
1: Yeah, I'm lucky to be here in California as well, and it is true that the vitamin D, there, there's something to be said for MS and vitamin D. And mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, they haven't really proven this stuff, but there have been enough numbers out there that they know that there's some kind of correlation, and... So that's why more research is needed
0: again, right? More research is needed. All I know, and if a doctor is listening to me right now from a multiple sclerosis society platform, you can take my DNA, my son's DNA, my cousins are ready for it. I'm like, if we ever get called, you need to, like, take all of our blood and, like, figure out where is the connection. Well, I mean, it's
1: things like that that's so crucial, you know, as far as volunteering information and in time of you know whether you're saying like take my blood i want to help this process i don't know where you would go to say like i want to give my blood to you
0: i have no clue i've been searching and i can't find anything so you know, i don't, don't know.
1: know maybe they have a bit that yet but, i mean it, the spirit of that is what's crucial is the willingness to want to help and, you know how can i help with whatever i have and at the time you know, realize i have in my family this winding so i was
0: like that's something i have to fight uh, Lineage, knowledge. yes.
1: And so, how can we use that to help and get, you know, uh, just focus, stay focused on the problem um, of, of MS? And it really has uh, created a through line in my life of kind of a, um, a purpose. You know, I used to be a teacher for a long time. Until my MS got too bad, I had to stop teaching. But I would, you know, conduct hundreds of choirs. I was a choir teacher. And uh, I loved that. That's what I thought I was going to do for the rest of my life. But, um, and that's had other plans, so I've done other things like go to my winery and do that kind of stuff. But I still enjoy and need community and getting people together to do one thing at one time. It used to be a bunch of people getting together to sing one song, uh, you know, in choir. But now it's getting a bunch of people together to do one thing, and that's to, to raise funds and awareness for a world free of event.
0: Exactly. And I love that, you know, you were raised on the vineyard you grew up there it's a family organization and you are using your grapes to crush ms so everybody's joining us right now we've got kevin reed with us and his organization to help bring awareness and a cure to ms his you can go to his website crushms.org a sign up also for the great silent auction that is coming up with so many amazing gifts and things that this money will be going to purchasing like you said the the uh, microscopes I can't I'm I'm having an MS moment microscopes and Uh, things that, you know, are well needed to actually really look at DNA samples and blood samples and what is happening and what is not happening. And yeah, I just, there's so much more that we need and we just need more of you, more of me and more of every other person that has an organization just spreading the word and just talking about the disease itself
1: yeah absolutely and it's my hope that everybody watching this um, will go to crushms.org and sign up for the auction uh, the event and we can stay in touch that way um, but you're right we do need more people all stepping up to uh, join our fight and uh, it's actually I always say it's a tough sell because I say you want to come to our wine tasting and drink wine and have a big party and, and for a good cause. That's always an easy sell. People say, of course I want to help. This is even easier. This is, hey, do you want to sit on your couch and log into a website and get some really cool stuff for people that you love and also help them fight against MS? It really is falling off a log. And it's an easy choice. Go over to crushms.org and sign up for our auction. It's so awesome.
0: Yeah, that would be, it's amazing. And I love the fact that on your um, page, you have pictures from years past before COVID and everybody walking through the vineyard and the lights and the beauty and everything going on in, in the atmosphere of knowing that that person standing beside you is there raising you up to help you bring awareness to a disease that is worldwide and it keeps spreading. It's not like we catch it as a cold. We're born with it in our DNA. Why? We don't
1: know that. We don't don't know what causes it. We don't don't know. Well, we
0: don't. But I honestly, this is my personal opinion. My personal opinion. Because I just told you my bloodline of people with MS. I believe it's DNA. Something in our DNA and where we're born. And, but... You know, we need research, we need money, we need research to figure it out and to find out and to stop it at an early age and realize once a young 18-year-old, male or female, goes into the doctors and says, I'm not feeling right. Like, I feel like I can't see properly out of my eye. No matter what doctor you go to, that should be the first sign that those doctors refer you to a neurologist.
1: Well, yeah, it is definitely the hope that you get the best care possible and with any health issues, but specifically with this, yeah, it is that the unknown, especially how how it gets diagnosed, that is it can be really a scary, long, ugly process to figure things out. And when uh, you do find a neurologist or MS specialist that you jive with, that you like, um, that's uh, a good thing, and if you don't jive with them, you know, don't feel happy with
0: you need to move on and get the best doctor that you can exactly but you also need to stand up for yourself and say to the doctors no it's it's not in my head I'm not imagining it it is actually happening this is something is wrong and if you believe you cannot help me please give me names of other doctors I can go see and being honest with your doctor is probably the best thing you can do for yourself.
1: It's true. Yeah, no, clear communication with your doctors um, throughout is definitely an important, important piece of it. Because um, there's lots of people that go into, you know, MS doesn't only affect the person with them. that. It affects people around them, you know, their family and the people that give them you know, care and love. and. Uh, that's frustrating to a whole bunch of other people, not just the person that I met, so. Thank you for
0: bringing that up. That's a very important yeah. subject because for years I lived in torment thinking I was absolutely nuts and crazy. And my husband, you know, I asked for a divorce and he's like, no, nope, we're in it. We're in it. Like whatever it is, we'll find out what's wrong. Um, but there was still no, no, I couldn't prove anything. I could just tell you how I was feeling, and that's very frustrating on a on a young marriage. And then you bring children into the mix; that's also very frustrating. Another level of crazy. A whole level. And then if you if you get to the point of stage three or secondary progressive, and you're in a wheelchair, now you're leaning upon others in your house that you know have to understand and learn the signs of a flare, help you get around, and you have to be willing to accept that help, and a lot of us with MS are stubborn, and we don't want that help, and we get frustrated, and we feel alone, and we feel like no one gets it, so there's, yeah, there, there's a lot that we need to do within this research of everything global of multiple sclerosis.
1: So much for having me on to talk about what I'm doing. Um, you know, like I said before, just connecting with people out in the world is uh, really what my goal is. And I know you connect so well with people around the world. And uh, I'm hoping to just get a little glimpse of your uh, connection power over the world. So,
0: well, everybody, it. please, out in the
1: world, you've got all kinds of people watching this live.
0: Yes. Yes, we do. And it will stay on my page as long as we've got Instagram. So you can re-watch it over and over. Send it to people that you know that may not understand MS. Or you can yeah. download the actual audio on Apple and Spotify under Live with DeMarie, um podcast on Apple and Spotify for this segment and also please once again today's guest is kevin reed and his um organization to help and bring awareness to multiple sclerosis was part of his family lineage of the vineyards of grapes and beautiful wine and he came up with crush ms crushing the wines let's crush ms and get back so go to crush and then also read family to learn more about kevin's amazing journey and how he is giving back to the world to help us find a cure for multiple sclerosis thank you kevin thank you so much i'm honored thank you for having
1: me on i really appreciate it and uh, looking forward to watching it again and seeing
0: how dumb I look the whole time. But no, 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 no. Um, and anything that you ever need, you just let me know. We Fantastic.
1: I will be in touch with you uh, with that stuff. Um, yeah, so,
0: absolutely.
1: Uh, your audience out here, you know, feel free to give us a... Everybody there. please go follow
0: Kevin um, his Instagram yes and then also go to the website and sign up I mean come on if you're gonna have to stay home do some shopping for something good and find help us find a cure for multiple sclerosis yeah, it's a great
1: Yes we have really good stuff at the auction so that's a reason alone to check it out the auction is really really cool including trips to Hawaii. Mexico. I want to
0: go to the Fiji one that you said.
1: <laughs> it, you know, you got to go check it out because there's lots of good stuff and it's all for a good cause. So.
0: It is. It, and the money, the proceeds will be going to Multiple Sclerosis Society Research.
1: Uh, not just the Society, but yeah, we donate our funds to uh, M.S. Research and programs that help people live well with M.S. now. Perfect. So there's a program here in Sacramento. Uh, it's called the MS Achievement Center. It's actually one that I've gone to. It's a day program um, for folks with MS. Uh, it's been lots of uh, great services for for those of us that you know want to be a, that kind of uh, get that kind of support. Um, but also, we've donated to the Canine Companions. Uh, Thank you. Know, you. The with, with uh, you know, not just MS people, but uh, a lot of folks uh, that you know would like some uh, companionship. and we feel the dogs are really a, a big part of that. Um, so we donate over a lot of our, or all of our proceeds get donated. Uh, we don't, don't keep any for ourselves, that's not what we're here for. Um, and that's illegal anyway. So we want to just donate all of our proceeds to uh, try to figure out this MS thing, uh, how
0: to help uh, well with it. Kevin, you are a multiple sclerosis angel to all of us, a warrior, a true man of giving back and never never giving up and I'm honored that we were able to connect and I'm honored that you are my first one coming back after filming Bobcat Moretti and getting that movie out as awareness as well and yeah that movie is going to really make people come awake and realize how devastating this disease is. So. Um, Thank you once again for coming on today and giving me your valuable time and filling me in on so many amazing, incredible things that you're doing for all of us in the world that are living with multiple sclerosis. I thank you.
1: Well, it's been my honor and pleasure to sit down here with you and your uh, your audience. I look forward to more collaborations in the future. And I will go ahead and, uh, I guess, uh, sign off. Yes. Time for that. But I really do
0: appreciate your time and and, uh, hope to connect with you and all your friends out there at crushms.org. Great. Thank you so much, Kevin. Have a fabulous evening. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, everybody. So once again, I have said that our guest today was Kevin Reed. His organization is called crushms.org. And the reason why it is called Crush MS is because they are using their family's home and vineyards to actually make grapes and crushing the grapes, like we wanna crush multiple sclerosis. But the most important thing that I want you to know today is the fact that Kevin is going to be having a virtual live auction the first one ever to be able to raise the funds that will go to, as he said, it's not just Multiple Sclerosis Foundation, it is to care centers, it is to the centers of helping the our, our dogs that turn into service dogs. The money gets divided up and gets put everywhere, Kevin makes sure that it's not just one destination of where the proceeds are coming from. So this is a really important virtual, pod, virtual um, it's not a podcast, it's a virtual show and auction that anyone can join. So if you go in from October 1st to October 8th this year to crushms.org, sign up today. There could be something in there that you've been searching for for years, and all of a sudden you found it, and that money is going to help bring a cure for this disease that is affecting over three million people in the world, worldwide, and the number keeps counting. Look it up, talk about the disease. If you don't understand the disease, Punch in MS, awareness, punch in anything you have to do with the word, the letters MS or send me a letter. I would take more than my time and be happy to speak with you about what you can do and how you can help us find a cure for multiple sclerosis. Once again, this is Dom Marie here at Dom Marie Healthy and Fit. And the podcast is live with Dom Marie, and you can download it on Apple and Spotify. Today's podcast was sponsored by Thermaparel Vest. Thermaparel, you can go into my Instagram website link on Linktree or at Dom Healthy Org and go down to MS Connections and go straight to Therm Apparel Vests, hit that link, it will take you straight to their website and you will learn more about how you can get a cooling vest to keep you cool and comfortable. And you don't have to have MS to get this vest because it's also amazing for hiking and doing so many outdoor sports and moving forward. In the world. So, if you want to be on Live with Domery podcast and you have time to share a story that needs to be heard from around the world, please send me a message and tell me what your story is about and I'll call you back. All right, everybody, thank you for tuning in today. I love you all and please. If you can, go to Kevin Reed's live silent auction. And on the 8th, it becomes live and help us earn money to bring to the foundations that need it to help us find a cure for multiple sclerosis. I thank you very much. And it's great to be back on air here at my podcast. Have a good one, everybody. Goodbye.
1: Job today right thank you